Hello. Hello, how are you doing? All right, Brian, how are you? I'm good. Um, this is Football by Numbers. My name's Brian and this is Tim. Hello. Um, we have made a website called footballbynumbers.com. Um, and Tim, why don't you explain what this whole thing is? We had an idea in the pub about five months ago, didn't we? Yeah. And then... Uh... Had more pints, sat on it, did <laughs> yeah. nothing with it. yeah. And then thought, mm, no, we probably should do something with this. Let's wait till there's loads and loads of podcasts about football and then we'll do it. <laughs> yes. And that's yes. what we've done. When the market is completely saturated with podcasts and, oh, let's launch it just after the season starts. Yeah. When people are already sick of football podcasts. Yeah. Let's launch one. <laughs> <laughs> so here it is. Here it is. So football by numbers sounds good, doesn't it? But what does that mean? It's a pretty simple premise. Uh, each week we take a different shirt number. Uh, and dissect the uh, shit out of it yeah. uh, by examining the players who, to be frank, shouldn't have been wearing that bloody number. Ah, oh, right. Okay. So, um, what, can you got any examples of that right off the bat? Yeah. Who's, who's, yeah. Who's, who I mean, that? straight on my kind of uh, hit list, yeah. Willem Gillas, centre back. Yeah. Who uh, paraded himself as a number ten uh, in his Arsenal yeah. days? Yeah. No. 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 That was hot. I remember that. It was horrible. That's what we talked about in the pub, and that's what it sort of kicked yeah. off this thing. It's, it's it? an it's an irrational hatred for people who. Um, wear the incorrect squad numbers. And if you don't like football, yeah. it doesn't really matter. You <laughs> yeah. know, there isn't like a set... I mean, maybe in rugby there's a set kind of like... Well, yeah, to be fair, in rugby they also have like a set kind of number system, but they yeah. don't have squad numbers. No. But Sorry. yeah, so it's an, it's an irrationality that I think lots of football fans have mm-hmm. around the their favourite players and the numbers that they should be wearing given their position and their attributes and their personality type. <laughs> and sometimes it's not even your favourite player, and a lot of the time it's not your favourite player. It's an outsider. It's someone that you've just... He's got a lot of dislikable qualities, and then the final nail in the coffin is he's put on number two when he's playing up front. Yeah. And you're like, you prat. <laughs> <laughs> you pr- so it's really prat. made us angry. Well, that's and, um, and, uh, which, oh, by the way, you know, I did say prat there. Are we going to be swearing on this podcast? Yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> so if you don't like swearing, um, then... I'm sorry, um, but we will be swearing quite a lot. I'm going to try my hardest not to say the C word because I think I filled my quota for the whole decade last year in that exhibition I did, which we won't go into. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, yeah, Nat hates the C word. She oh, really, right. she really doesn't like it. Yeah, she did. She kept calling it C bomb fest, <laughs> she didn't did. she? And I was like, just say it. Go on, go on. You should, exp- you should explain the exhibition. Um, if, if you want to, if you want to go to BartCollective.com, you can see there it's about the uh, what the all-time worst lineup of a band would be. And uh, anyway, you you know what the C word means. But anyway, so I'm gonna. Not say that, but other than that, there's so many candidates in this thing that just gonna to, that evoke swear words and make you really want to swear. So you know they're yeah. just gonna pop out every now and again, yeah. aren't they? Just just uh, just the kind of a, a careful, choiceful use of uh, a C bomb and an F word here or there. Yeah, yeah. We should also probably caveat before before you kind of commit and press that subscribe button on uh, iTunes. Yeah. That a lot of our we're like I'm 33 yeah. and Brian you you are I'm 34 34 yeah uh, both we're probably neither of us are where we should be in life <laughs> no no but um, we're uh, in my living room with a pink wall which I didn't agree to. <laughs> 
But I think it's fair to say that um, uh, strap in for 90s references. Exactly, yeah. you got your Reggie Blinkers, your Janinios, your Ravenellis. Brian Roy. Yeah, Brian Roy, exactly, yeah. Uh, there'll be lots of Nigel Jemson. Yeah, all right, all right, yeah. show off. I, I'm drawing a blank here, so I'm trying to move on to the next do you know, one. Do you know the only, Palmer. The only reason why I say that is because I'm organising a stag do Oh. Um, uh, for a friend, and I'm uh, I, I won't I won't share what I'm planning on the stag do, but it does involve lots of Nottingham Forest based player research from the nineties. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing who's going to be Chris Bart Williams. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, let's we've just talked a lot there about nothing, but um, why don't we talk about who we are, who we support, where we're from, and also like you know where you know what kind of position we played as a youngster, what number we wore. So yeah. Tim, like you know, who, where are you from? So. I'm from uh, the Derbyshire Not- Nottinghamshire borders, yeah. uh, slash suburbs, a place called Long Eaton, which is slap bang in the middle of, of the two. And uh, my, my school is divided between Nottingham Forest fans and Derby County fans. Right, okay, Unf- yeah. Unfortunately for me, um, I am a Derby County fan. Really? Uh, a cross I have to bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who do you support? Uh, I'm a Sheffield Wednesday fan, as you can tell from my accent. Um, <laughs> I got into football when I was 12, uh, just as the Premiership was about to start, I think. Um, World Cup 94 was fresh in my memory. I was, and uh, I was like, right, I need a team. Well, when um, England weren't in it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> It was actually one of the best World Cups, that one. Yeah, Ray Houghton yeah. nailed his roly-polies. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, so I... Um, yeah, I was like, right, who, I need to support a team. I'm from uh, from Stevenage. Uh, well, I went to secondary school in Stevenage. I'm actually from a town called Letchworth Garden City, the first <laughs> garden city in the in the world. Uh, and um, what makes a garden city? Every house has a garden. Oh right, right. Okay. Um, I don't oh. know how that applies to flats. <laughs> I think they've got around that. Um, but anyway, um, so all everyone I went to school with were either a Tottenham fan or an Arsenal fan. Uh, I wasn't keen on Tottenham and Arsenal had the word arse in it <laughs> and that was enough for me to be like no and then uh, so I was looking around my my dad was from Belfast wasn't really that much into football I didn't have a team to pass on to me so I just looked wait till like the quarterfinals and was like right who's who's coming towards the end of the FA Cup here Sheffield Wednesday were there Chris Waddle is my idol shirt was yeah, exactly. Yeah, his shirt was like dangerously long. I always used to think. It, yeah, it, it was it, just creeping above the shorts. Yeah, because as soon as it went over the shorts, it did look like a big blouse. Yeah, it did. Yeah, and that's not a good look at all. <laughs> anyway, so I support Wednesday um, because of that. Um, because of Chris Waddle, they got to the final of the FA Cup and the Coca Cola Cup in the first season. I was like, this is going great. <laughs> they lost both of them. Um, quickly declined. Chris left like three or four seasons later, and I've now just. I'm stuck with them. I can't change my team. It's yeah. just something you can't do. Do you, do you now support? I just, yeah, I support England, which is shit. Yeah, because you're like you're an England fan, without really supporting a club, but you actually know a lot about football. Yeah. Whereas most England fans who don't have a club, don't really. They're not really football fans. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah, and I'm sure people who are listening to this are going to say the same about yeah. me. I listen to um, football phone-ins quite a lot. And you hear a Liverpool fan with a Cockney accent and you're like, you're not a fucking real Liverpool fan. So um, bring yeah. on the abuse. I'll yeah. take it. Um, I'll take it on the chin. Um, but anyway, yeah. Uh, what position uh, What p- position did you play? Uh, left back on the changing room. <laughs> on the changing room? In the left changing room. in the changing room. In the changing room. Uh, yeah, he's playing left back. I was like left, left footed. So, I mean, that basically meant that. It's I mean, of... I'm both footed now. Um... I've played with you, are you? <laughs> 
You yeah. don't pass with your right foot <laughs> or your left foot. I, I just, <laughs> you greedy bastard. I just choose not to. Yeah. Um, yeah, left back. Left back. So I was, uh, um, yeah, one of those kids at school who, like, yeah, could kick a ball quite sweetly with his left peg. Yeah. And as a consequence, was usually going to be one of two, occupy one of two positions, left yeah. back or left midfield. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Three so or 11. Three or 11. Yeah. What, there's no other numbers for that, is there? Well, there Absolutely is if you're Brazilian. Not. Well, that's number true. six. Yeah, you could be a number six. But you know, this this we're, we're not doing any kind of Portuguese or Spanish translations. This podcast, <laughs> I no. very much doubt will get picked up in the sub uh, continent, South America. <laughs> no, I'm sure we won't. Um, should we have a little break and then uh, we'll come back and um, continue rambling on about ourselves and then get into which number yeah. we're going to talk about this week? It's quite cathartic, isn't it? It is. It's lovely. See you in a sec. Hello, this is friend of the show Neville Southall, and I just want to let you all in on a little secret. My eyebrows aren't the only place I put Vaseline. Uh, so what number were you? Uh, right, I was uh, number eight. Uh, I always, because of Chris Waddle again, yeah. um, would play centre midfield. Even though Chris wore eight and he was a right mid, right, well, left-footed right midfielder. Would cut in. Would cut in, um, which, I don't know, uh, that's a bit of a weird one because I always think of a number eight as a centre midfielder. That's the position I played. So... I would generally just trot around, not really do too much work, even though that's supposed to be one of the most hardworking positions. <laughs> I would normally just get the ball, give it off, pick a pass. I'm not going to follow it, but I'm no. just going to pick the pass. And then that was it. So I've always tried to, I've been very fussy about the number eight. I remember like as I got older, like if you were in sort of a Sunday league team and they'd be going through the kit bag about five minutes before kickoff, because that's just what a time you get actually, you get changed. They toss me like a number two. I'm like, Fuck off, take that back straight away. I'm not even going anywhere near that. Um, you know, I might, there might be some sort of wiggle room around that number, but there's absolutely no chance in putting that on. Um, but, you know, you would encounter that sort of ignorance around, around in and around numbers at, at that sort of level. And that's when I decided to... Uh, move abroad <laughs> <laughs> to bring your own number eight yeah. shirt to, the, to every team you ever yeah, played yeah. in mom can I have my own number eight shirt please <laughs> yeah yeah just a big like um, just a sticker that I would just put on the back <laughs> uh, or a bib yeah I should have got one of them I still might get one um, so anyway why don't we just sort of explain what the pitching process is for, yeah. for this so generally I think what we're going to do each week is um we're going to choose a different number to talk about. So this week we're going to talk about number five, aren't we? Yeah. And then we're going to um, basically just. So I'm going to have I'm going to have a, some candidates for number five. Yeah. Five. You're going to have. Shouldn't have worn five. Yes. So players who wore number five in their careers who definitely, definitely shouldn't have worn number five, and we're going to kind of pour apart those reasons why. Yeah. And yeah. then and then between us, decide who should occupy a berth in the all-time wrong eleven. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Football by Numbers is now available on email at fbnpod at gmail.com. Right, okay, welcome back, dear listener. Um, so, okay, so what does make a classic number five? Right. So, I mean, to, be, to begin with, can we at least agree that they should always be a defender? Yeah, yeah. In None, the middle. In the middle, centre-half. Yeah. None of this defensive midfielder kind of La Liga... Sergio mm. Busquets bollocks. No, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, you're well, playing a back four. You're playing in a back four 
um, and you're occupying either one of the um, left-sided or right-sided centre-half berths. Yeah. But more importantly, you are an organiser. Yeah. You are an excellent communicator and a yeah. leader of men. Yeah. You're probably balding. <laughs> yeah, I'd imagine, yeah. Um, you're definitely quite slow. Yeah. Um, and you're, you're probably quite ugly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So classic one of that i'd say is probably martin keown would that fit the bill yeah he's balding now isn't he, he wasn't really balding then he well i think then, would you we wouldn't have thought you would have gone bald because that was a proper thick full head th- of like curly hair wasn't it and then he just sort of well i think he's i think he's balded because oh. i think i think he's now because i think he's been at the same level of thinness yeah for quite a number of years yeah so it's so he's now kind of he hasn't whipped it off because he's still clinging on to um, that that level of thinness, and guys, it's it's, it's, it's it, do you know do you know who he reminds me of Slavin Bilic? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's Slavin Bilic. Sort of Slavin, like you know, I think he's had a hair transplant this season. Actually, really, I don't know that for for sure. Then, yeah. as I say, we won't be doing any research like, for this that podcast. Sort of fuzzy cobwebby looks, sort of yeah, spray sprayed that on. They put on there. Yeah. Kind of sprayed on. Can I give you one? Go on, uh, Colin Hendry. Yeah, ooh, Colin Hendry, ooh, Blackburn Colin Hendry. defender, beautiful. Well, not beautiful, actually. Beautiful hair. Lovely, big, lo- big... Lo- lovely complexion. You think so, yeah, yeah. like a windswept kind of fresh-faced complexion. Yeah, Very yeah. rosy cheeks. Definitely rosy cheeks, yeah. Um, it looked like he'd sort of had sort of maybe one, like, uh, you know when you sort of, when you cut your finger and you have to have a fresh, la- you have a layer of skin that comes off and there's a fresh pink layer <laughs> yeah. underneath. That's what his whole face looked like, just a shiny pink Yeah, face. shiny pink, or is it like he's just come in from the cold? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he, he is from Scotland <laughs> and he lived in Blackburn. Um, but but can, we, can we just dwell on his hair for a minute? I, yeah. I don't know why we keep coming back to some, like, well, number five's hair, but... Um, well, that's he, the yin and the yang, isn't it? That yeah. is like opposite ends of the spectrum there because yeah. Keown, Ball, black then you've got hendry that is brilliant white you know is it white or is it kind of tinged with a kind of yellowy smoky ends <laughs> <laughs> but well, you have like a, when you see those guys with like a really long moustache white moustache and then it goes yellow at the bottom yes. from bags and yeah. pipes yeah. like really yeah. bad really poorly dyed hair in the 90s you know when it was yeah. all about like frosted tips yeah and uh poppers uh <laughs> added astraxy bottoms yeah yeah people Capa were jobs. kind of like uh you know dyeing the hair and uh, people that who looks... are, who had black hair who were trying to dye the hair blonde and it would go like orangey yellow yeah that's that... what color hair colored hendry's tips are but clearly i think it's more from his 50 a day habit rather than <laughs> yeah yeah like badly just hanging hair. around in working men's clubs in blackburn sort of just <laughs> putting bets on himself probably <laughs> um but yeah so so you've got colin Hendry. so i think a, a, like a theme that we've got here is that they're just big ugly lumps um they're not workhorses yeah they're shy horses shy horses yeah yeah that's more <laughs> like it they're definitely the lesser of the two center backs aren't they yeah. they're, they're the shitter one yeah um but then yeah so why don't we talk about some number fives that you actually played with Have, can you remember any of them there was one who um so I, so I used to play for Sunnyk Town yeah. uh, and Chesapeake. Chesapeake were a uh, Derby County feeder club. <coughs> nice. Sure. Um, but uh, at San Diego, there was a guy called uh, Sean. I don't know if I should. I don't know if I should say his surname just in case. <laughs> Sean. Just in case okay. he's listening. Just call, let's just call him Sean. Yeah. All right. Sean. Um, and he. Can we uh, give him a fake surname? Yeah. Let's call Sean him Sean Scheitman. Let's call good? him. Let's call him Sean. 
Stevenson. <laughs> okay, yeah. Sean Stevenson. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he, he kind of embodied a lot of those traits and a um, bit of a ruffian. Yeah. Uh, uh, wasn't afraid to kind of uh, stick his boot in. He, he, I remember him taking goal kicks. Yeah, because he was the only one over four foot five who could get the ball in the air. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like under eleven. So he would take the level. goal kicks for the goalkeeper. Yeah, oh, Toby I love was that. Terrible. I remember that. Yeah, Toby was awful. Toby, Toby, Yenison. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> See if you can break the code, guys. Yeah. Um, how about you? Have you got any um, uh, number yeah, five from childhood? My, yeah. So the one I remember that sticks out immediately is um, Hugh Jewsbury, who was the uh, he Jewsy. Jewsy, yeah. He was the uh, well, it was a Catholic school actually, so you can't really <laughs> shout that about. But he was um, he was the the captain of the primary school football team. Uh, he was in the year above, very gangly, very sort of trustworthy, very athletic. Played in midfield which was um, a bit weird but with so, the number five shirt yeah yeah. So no would... discipline in your team already <laughs> well, it's a lost cause Stevenage yeah, no this was in Letchworth and we no, we did do fuck all in that team actually <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember us ever getting anywhere you know past like the second round or something but he was a really good player really reliable took penalties would um, sort of be I think he was the captain so very you know just um would just be a just be a very trustworthy sort of player um and then other than that can't really remember any of the others that I played with at like club level or in secondary school I don't think it was a, a number that people just wanted to, to yeah. grab and make their own they were, again it was the, the guy who's throwing me number two from the kit bag he's probably got five on and <laughs> I was like you're the one who should be wearing that why aren't you got yeah. Eight on if that's what you're yeah. thinking. I'm 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 not talented, but I'm not as not talented as you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um I remember I remember another lad actually quickly who occasionally would wear number five, J- Jono. Oh yeah. Um can't remember his surname, lucky for him. Um <laughs> Jono. Jono Jono um was one of those guys um one of those lads at training who would just turn up in um, you know, those like grey tracksuit bottoms oh. and his and his oh, <laughs> with elasticated um ankle anklets like before there were hipsters before like that were... Griezmann uh no Griezmann the um the the, the Aston Villa goalkeeper yeah Brad Guzman Brad Guzman yeah. that's it yeah. or Corrali or Gabo Corrali from Crystal Palace as yeah. well because yeah exactly so that's who we mean not because there's not nothing there's nothing as uh, untrustworthy as a goalkeeper in baggy jogging <laughs> yeah, bottoms yeah. <laughs> Dimitri Karin I like yeah. him trustworthy yeah. tight <laughs> tight but you know, Guzman, yeah. John, John, I used to just wear the, yeah those really baggy tracksuit bottoms and his um and his school shirt oh. for uh, for uh, for training. Jono, I'm so sorry, mate. That <laughs> yeah. sounds like you've had a terrible I think, upbringing. I think you've been it, dragged think, up in Derby. Yeah, I think he had a, a tough childhood. Did he not um, tuck the uh, the jogging <laughs> bottoms into um, into like some footy socks either? Were they just sort of sink sitting loose? Yeah, just, I don't think he had footy socks. Maybe they sort of go under the boot on occasion. <laughs> oh, Jono, yeah. mate. But Jono, yeah, he was lovely fella, lovely lad. Yeah. Um, yeah, not that, not the, not the sharpest tool in the box. No, on and off the I pitch. Was kind of getting that. Yeah. <laughs> right, shall we have a break and then we will do our candidates? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Hello, this is football legend Tony Dorigo, and I want to invite you to the grand opening of Leeds City Centre's new premier Italian bistro, Il Tonio. We have a fantastic new chef who can cook cannellonis, lasagnas, spaghetti, lovely garlic bread, and all for the low, low prices that cannot be beaten. Il Tonio's is the perfect venue for your next birthday, corporate event, or just a romantic night out with the missus. Don't get the red card from the wife. Book your table today. 
Hello, we're back. We are back. Right, so let's get to the nitty gritty, the meat of the podcast. This is what it's about. I wonder if you, dear listener, have had a time to reflect on some number fives that you could think of. <laughs> I'll leave this as a little gap for you to have a think. Right, okay. Mm, um, that was nice. <laughs> really enjoyed that. <laughs> so, yeah, number fives. He shouldn't have worn number five in their career. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got one that springs to mind straight away. Go on then, hit me with it. Who's, who's, who's your first candidate? Lee Sharp. Oh, Sharpie. Yeah, Sharpie. yeah, yeah. Sharpie. Sharpie. Good looking lad. Well, yeah, yeah. One of the... Uh, Took full he, advantage of that, didn't he? He did. He, he definitely bang your daughter, wouldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he would. Um, get those necklaces off and take your shoes off. <laughs> if you're coming in my house. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dog yeah. snake hips. Yeah, Lee Sharp, I just think, um, clearly was a, a, an attacking right midfielder. Yeah. Maybe you could call him a winger, but, you know, he's... Crossing ability was. I, probably... I would say he was more of a right midfielder, wasn't yeah. he, than a, than a, like a, a yeah. gigsy winger. On championship, yeah. on championship manager, he would be R M. He wouldn't yeah. be A R M. <laughs> no, R W. R W. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and 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 he, for me, kind of like um, uh, sh- shouldn't have won number five because he was good looking. Yeah. He was quite quick. Um, uh, he wasn't really much of a communicator. He was kind of more like he's no. probably more interested in like giving women the eye on the side of the pitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Watch this one. Hang on, watch this. <laughs> Wait, nuts. Did you see that? And they're like, no, 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 no. Lee, you've just lost the ball there. Um, and he's just on the side of the pitch. Just, like, <laughs> just going, so on. So what are you doing afterwards? I think I saw you at the at kickoff. Um, yeah, I like the way he used to do the um, the Elvis. Um, sort of snake hips, yeah. uh, like microphone thing with the corner flag. Yeah, I mean, any sort of celebration involving a corner flag is usually pretty good, yeah. isn't it? Um, but he just had a bit of personality, a bit of charisma, yeah, and everything that probably uh, Sir Alex Ferguson hated in a footballer. Yeah, <laughs> but, I could, but like, just I just quite enjoyed that about him. And then maybe he just took the number five shirt in protest. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah like maybe going, he did. Oh, I don't want Steve Bruce to have it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tell you what, I'm going to do it. I'm going to bloody wear number five. <laughs> watch this. And Paul. <laughs> Paul Parker, watch this. Gigsy, <laughs> Gigsy. I'm going to revive him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So Sharpie, that's a great shout. Straight yeah. off the bat. I do like that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, How about you? Uh, okay. You I'm going to go obscure because I'm going to show off my international knowledge of numbers. Sure. Uh, I'm going to go for Dan... I'm going to go Fernando Redondo. Fernando Redondo. <laughs> the doodo, don't do um, Do you remember him? Hello to all the Scouse listeners. <laughs> yes, yes. Welcome. I do, I do. He was a really good footballer for Real Madrid. Yeah, that's right, yeah. And Argentina. Um, yes, so I think he wore number five. He used to wear for... a um, Alice band. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Very long hair, very straight, sort of long, uh, always... One of those people, like a bit like an otter, like always just had <laughs> wet hair. Like, I mean, for me, like I, I try when I've had longer hair, like not necessarily long, like Argentinian footballer from the nineties, long hair, but just sort of you know curtains or whatever. You'd sort of get it wet. You'd sort of like, right, this is looking good. Literally, as soon as you go into the living room from the bathroom, it's already dried and just <laughs> crawled up your head and sort of gnarled into this piece of curly but was it, shit. Was it wet look though? So maintain that wet look look. I don't know. Yeah, well, I think he just, his, it looked wet, but it didn't look gelled wet. Do you know what I mean? It looked like you could still run your hand through it freely. Right, just damp. Yeah, yeah, just damp. So yeah, he was a great footballer. Very, uh, I think one thing that sticks out in my mind was for Real Madrid against Man United in the Champions League or something. He just went, did a little trick on someone and then... uh, Oh, he did like a Marseille pirouette or something. I think he did like some sort of, 
sideways Cruyff yes. like with a nutmeg at the same yeah. time uh, and then crossed it for Fat Ronaldo at the back post and he like made it like 3-1 or something. Yep. They were away at Man United yes. and totally just buried them. Um, so yeah, a number five would never do that. Like, no. Do you know what I mean? I've never seen a number five do any sort of trick, not even in their in their back garden. Do you know what I mean? So they just the theatre out. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So uh, yeah, there's another one. Um, I've got another little fact for you about Redondo though. Talking of long hair. So um, Daniel Passarella, who was the, uh, the, the manager in 98, he took over at the end of 94 after they got eliminated in the World Cup. They left in like a blaze of uh, controversy with uh, the Maradona sort of drugs. Sort of oh, thing. yes. When he eyeballed the camera. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not on anything whatsoever. And then got taken off the pitch in the next game against Nigeria with the nurse holding his hand. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, we've got to take... And he's like, oh, where are we going? And he's like, don't you worry. We're I've about- got so much energy. <laughs> well, let's, uh, let's burn that off in a little prison somewhere. <laughs> um, so he... Um, anyway, so after that disaster, like, Passarella came in. He's like, right, I'm. there's no more Mr. Nice Guy. And he actually banned long hair from the uh, from the squad. So if you had long hair, you had to cut it off. And Redondo was having none of this. And actually, they fell out, and he didn't actually get selected for 98. He conveniently what? lifted that um, that what, ban. Because he because he had long hair? Yeah, 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 yeah. Which wow. I think is like, what an what a authoritative totalitarian bastard. But if there's any kind of like um, subcategory of people to, to, that that's not going to work on, it's people with long hair. Because <laughs> yeah, they've yeah. already stuck two things up to society. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And it's www.footballbaynumbers.com. Right. Okay. I've got another one. It's uh, David Hurst. Yeah. Right. So um, fat, sort of, uh, sort of the physique of a mid '80s sort of rugby player kind of guy. Played for Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah, um, no, I can remember him. Yeah. Yeah. So um, again, this is in my season where I first got into football, and um, so he got injured, and I think Mark Bright was sort of having some troubles as well, so Paul Warhurst from centre-back goes up and takes his place, and starts going on a like on an unbelievable goal-scoring run, scores 12 goals in 12 games, basically takes them to the final, and then uh, old Fat Dave turns back up again, <laughs> and um, I don't know what was happening with the squad numbers or something like that, but um, Dave had to take uh, number five, which is very odd. So, I wonder what would the scenario would what, like. So all the other squad numbers had been taken, well, and well, no, Warhurst. Was, so Warhurst had nine, but then in the final, when they got when they got to the Coca Cola Cup final and the FA Cup final, they're like, right, Dave's back. We're going to stick him up front, and uh, Paul, you're going to have to go back in, in defence, which I don't think he was happy about. So Paul Warhurst was wearing number nine in defence. Yeah. And David Hurst was wearing number five up front. So I don't know why they couldn't have just switch numbers. I don't. But that's what I mean, because the squad numbers would have been decided at the start of the season. So they, presumably they would have had to s- stick with their squad numbers at the start of the season. <sighs> I don't think so, because I think... Cause, well, Warhurst, why would Warhurst have had number nine? Because Warhurst did used to play up front, I think, for a period. Mm, no. No? Did he not? <laughs> no, no, no. Well, maybe he's just of like such a... A wonderful character that... Uh, or such a dominating <laughs> character in the dressing room. He's like, he's a centre half. Yeah. But... Everyone just gave him number nine. Just yeah. like Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Paul, come on. I don't think he didn't look like a dominating sort of character. No. He no. looked like someone who's probably just sort of But Hursty's but gone into that scenario going, Well, all the other squadrons are taken. I'm the centre forward. Yeah. I've already not been able to get the number nine or number ten shirt because Brighty's wearing number ten. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So knowledge. he's opposite for number five. Yeah. Now in my head, I do what Dwight York did. 
and gone for the number 19. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One plus nine is 10. And yeah. also you've got the nine on there, which makes it look a bit like number nine as well. That's true, yeah. Yeah, Dave didn't look like the sharpest tool in the box, a bit like Paul. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think both of them were like, listen, guys, you could, uh, like, nah, I'll just stop. <laughs> I'm wearing nine. I'd, 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 I'd be interested to know if like any of our listeners know the actual um, truth of Paul Hurst's uh, playing a, bit, uh, uh, a career and also if they could have swapped numbers um, midway through the season yeah if you do know because they do do that in Spain I think they do like they change their squad numbers oh, what, sort of halfway, halfway through, through whereas in England uh, in the UK we, we're kind of very kind of uh, militant about um, you know once, you, once, once the squads are announced and it's the start of the season yeah that's, yeah, as that's, they bloody should be as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, you got any more? Um, so, so, I mean, I've got the obvious one. Yeah, okay. Zinedine. The, the one that's just been sort of hanging over here like a big, dark, yeah. balding cloud. <laughs> yeah, like a poorly retargeted ad following around the internet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Uh, Zinedine Zidane. Yeah, a beautiful, beautiful uh, like advert that's following you around, but yeah. it's still, it's got something with like wrong with it. Bouncing off its forehead. Something, something's up with that, and what is it? Well, he, so he, he, he was an attacking midfielder. Yeah. You know, well, would play where the fuck he wanted. Yeah, yeah. Um, and wore number five for Real Madrid. Yeah, that was just so, so disturbing and so upsetting when I saw that. I was, just couldn't believe it. It was they, just like... They would have had, I mean, it was at that time of, you know, where um, I think Florentino Perez is the president's first kind of recruitment driver of Galacticos. Yeah, okay, yeah. And so they had, I think they also had Luis Figo, who was, um, I think he had the number 10 shirt. Yeah. They also had Ronaldo, who had number nine. No, Ronaldo was 11. Ronaldo was 11. <laughs> yeah, they were... Let they me were all over you, the place. Let me pick you up there, because this is really pissing me off when I was watching this. <laughs> when I was watching this unfold before my eyes. So so they, so they, basically, um, Zidane is... Uh, he, they buy him for 50 million, world record fee. They get there... Figo's already got 10. He's like, bloody hell, because Raul's there. So Raul's got seven. Raul's got seven. Figo gets it. There's a horrible knock-on effect. So then, but what I don't understand is, so so Zidane goes five, but why wouldn't you go like 21 or like, you know? Well, Perlo hadn't made 21 sexy yet. (laughs) So that's before before Perlo. You know why? Because Zidane had already made it sexy. He was wearing that at Juventus. He was. So like he was, that was his number. He was already 21. So... Why the hell did he not just... I mean, whoever was... You are Zidane. Like, whoever's Who's, got, where's his agent in all this? Come on, man. Earn <laughs> your money. I don't know. I'm sure they were just like... They, it was a different time then, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was a different was, time. They weren't they did, so involved They didn't. They, they didn't have to like concern themselves with what um, Twitter handle they would have to... Um, exactly, uh, yeah. Uh, kind of have as well. Um, sorry, I've, I'm sort of taking your sort of limelight here. No, no, the, no, because I think it's quite thing. an obvious one. Yeah. But it's. I think it's important that we kind of... In this first episode, we set a stall out as yeah. to why this really, really shouldn't happen in football. Yeah, yeah, and, and yeah, he, he it was awful. And then, and then as a graphic designer, I was just like so appalled when I saw the shirt. It was the um, well, the, the typography of the. It was that stencil font. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was like it just looked like Mash or Sergeant <laughs> Bilko or something yeah. like that. And I was just like, no, this is the, that looks shit. That looks yeah. so bad. And then after that, they went to like all sorts of weird number and font systems where they were like upper and lower case in the same name, oh. like cur- like really cartoony curved numbers that yeah. just looked Get disgusting. Yellow was, was starting to be introduced. And uh, yeah, Real Madrid just were like really pissing me off at this time. They were just like making so many like stupid, like weird errors and, McManaman was wearing eight. Yeah, McManaman was wearing eight. Uh, yeah, I mean, which, like, to be fair for Stevie Mac, 
what a number to get in such prestigious company. <laughs> he's, bagged true, yeah. a, he's bagged a brilliant number there. Yeah, and that makes and, and that for me that elevated his status, even though actually he was a very good player. But I mean, uh, he, I don't think he was worthy of the number eight in such illustrious company. <laughs> no, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. Um, so yeah, I think Zidane is a great shout because he was just. Uh, yeah, I, just, I think. I mean, that, I, I mean, it just looks so wrong, and he's not, and he's yeah, he's an attacking midfielder, one of the best players in the world ever. Yeah, why are you wearing five? Yeah, why you, why why are you number sharing with Martin Keown? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, I've got some others for you. Um, Milan Bauros. Oh yeah, another he, otter. Another otter. <laughs> he had very very shiny hair. He did. Yeah, very shiny yeah, yeah. Like very hair. straight, very shiny. Yeah. Looked like a woman, <laughs> like Redondo. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I did have... find it is male, but um, in these gender fluid times, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, could have easily um, been playing on a dark night in a disco. <laughs> it would have fooled me. <laughs> a Begbie situation ensues where I'm kicking a wall about ten minutes later outside when I've discovered the horrible truth in a Vauxhall Astra. <laughs> Milan, <laughs> Milan, Milan. I mean, that, see, that's just, that. You could still, sort yeah, of, you know, yeah, that, yeah. I, I don't know. I wouldn't say that's a very like masculine name yeah, could you? have could have could have been a uh, character in Hollyoaks with a such a hairstyle and complexion yeah. um, beautiful <laughs> complexion yeah you're right yeah uh, and, and I've got one not, not such a lovely complexion mm. um, Pablo Zabaleta oh yeah 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 he's <laughs> kind of haggard so he's, he... he's looked about 43 for 15 years <laughs> yeah he has hasn't he yeah He's a, um, he's, he's, what is he, a centre-back? Yeah, he is. no, he's a right-back, right isn't back. he? Right-back, sorry, right back. yeah, 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 so we should definitely right not back, be so wearing that. Again, uh, and then I think um, a few European football uh, teams deploy, uh, holding midfielder as a number five. Yeah. Um, so the Barcelona, there's a, been quite a few Barcelona players who've been defensive midfielders who've won number five, like um, Busquets. Um, and I think in South America, they also use... Um, uh, number five as a uh, as a as an anchorman, oh, but right. um, but that's factually accurate, but boring. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. Tell me some more number number fives you shouldn't have been wearing, and I'll tell you one. Uh, look, just get we're just listing them out now quickly. We'll just get this out of the way. Um, uh, Gino one album mm-hmm. um, for for Liverpool and Newcastle. Yeah, um, bit of a huge Jewsbury him actually. You know, box to box sort of midfielder. And it's like, what are you doing? Uh, I, and then um, Samuel Eto for for of Everton, course, who yeah. I think are um, yeah, they're, they're, I think Everton. We're going to find out in this podcast uh, uh, repeat offenders with the number system. They they just they're they're almost in like Real Madrid territory of just not giving a flying fuck yeah. about who gets what number. Um, anyway, um, let's have one more little break. We've got a new little. We've got a feature, haven't we? That we've got gonna, a feature like, coming up called Playing for Time, which I'll tell you about shortly, and then yeah. we'll also decide who uh, will take our kind of uh, first uh, berth in the all-time 11. Football by Numbers. A whole new podcast about football. Another one, but with numbers. Hello, we're back. Hi. Hello. 
so um, we have got an, a little feature coming up now called um, Playing for Time. And here's the theme tune. Playing for Time. You're time-wasting, bastard. Isn't that nice? It's good, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so basically the premise of this feature is uh, just filler. <laughs> just like... No, uh, killer, no killer stuff in this, just filler. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. Pure filler. It's just the kind of stuff we wanted to get off our chest, which doesn't really relate to the theme of the podcast. Well, it relates to football, but doesn't really relate to um, uh, football by numbers. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, any numbers. Just stuff that's pissing us off, and we're just going to sort of moan at you about it in a funny, informative way. So, Tim, what have you got? Well, yeah, I, I, it's informative. I don't know if it's funny. <laughs> okay. Um, but, I, but I just wanted to kick things off with um, um, fullbacks oh, and yeah. the uh, metamorphosis uh, of the fullback since uh, and the reason why it pisses me off is because I guess like when I was playing um, fullback in the 90s yeah um, fullbacks you know wore number two and number three yeah and um, they were they were usually um, the, the players who had limited ability like yourself who, like myself <laughs> Who were quite good at throw-ins, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that was about it. Yeah, they weren't take really... ownership of something that was a bit shit. And yeah, they weren't really. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they weren't really allowed to go past the halfway line. Yeah, um, they weren't really kind of um, honoured or prized or kind of um, you know in, in any way um, appreciated apart from the odd, the odd throw-in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or they might they might be quite good at kind of like you know holding holding the arm up from right, side. Okay, yeah. But that was about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, um, and now. Like fullbacks are like seen as linchpin members of the fucking God, the whole team. <laughs> yeah. Like Pep Guardiola spends like you know the best part of over a hundred million quid on two fullbacks this summer. Yeah, and all of a sudden fullbacks are trendy. Yeah, no, that is that's really annoying. I mean, I remember like because it was Pochettino who started this this awful trend, wasn't it? <laughs> he like, was having like actual reserve. Yeah, like rotating, rotating yeah. his fullbacks. Yeah, that's something you would never have done in and, back in my day. And I just feel, I just feel, I was born in the wrong era, Brian. I, <laughs> well, I think, think if you I, would have had like, I think you, I was, if I was born in, if I was born ten years later, you would have had a girlfriend at school. I'd have had a girlfriend at school. <laughs> I'd have an excellent Instagram account, <laughs> and um, I'd probably be a professional footballer. You think playing so, yeah. left back, left wing back, left midfield, be a bit like a Charlie Daniels type character, I think, at Bournemouth. Wearing number yeah. 11. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I suppose you're right. Yeah, the evolution of like a, of a fullback is something that's just, it's, yeah, you see them now, they've got like tattoos, they've got like, uh, like funny haircuts. It's like, you should be quiet and off to the side <laughs> and you like, you know, seen but not heard. My, 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 my left back idols were um, Graham Nassau. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Nigel Winterburn. Stuart Pearce. Oh no, Stuart... You, that couldn't have been if you're a, if you're a dog. No, exactly, fan. exactly. I kind of like cast him to one side. <laughs> Nigel Winterburn. Nigel Winterburn. My mate Martin tr- claimed that he saw Nigel Winterburn running down the line as our train went past Highbury <laughs> once. And I was like, nah. <laughs> that, no, you can only see that, that half for the pitch yeah. he definitely wouldn't have been in it Nig- well, Nigel wouldn't have run for what, what was he on for a train <laughs> no 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 but this is on the pitch oh on the pitch you only saw him on the pitch right, but okay. he was Mar- that was Martin he was full of shit <laughs> just to lie about that stuff all the time it was my friend he was a liar <laughs> yeah so that's what yeah that was my uh, playing for time okay alright nice one um, well uh, that leaves I... us with any one thing to do now I think yeah yeah let's uh, let's decide who's going to go in the in that final team in the lineup. Um who do you reckon? I think it's... I think I think it's a toss up between Lee Sharp and Zinedine Zidane. 
Yeah, yeah, I agree with you there. Um, For, I guess, Lee Sharp's cheeky chappy, our shaggy daughter, but I'll also wear number five yeah. uh, kind of attitudes to it all, yeah. to life. <laughs> and yeah. chatting up, chatting up for season ticket holders at Old Trafford. Yeah. Versus, like, the pure, unadulterated, footballing brilliance of a of a man who really shouldn't have been wearing such a terrible number yeah I mean he did headbutt someone <laughs> but then that was in mm, um, but he yeah. wasn't wearing number five when he did that and that's a great so, point Brian because <laughs> he should have <laughs> that's that's a number five thing yeah. to do but yeah. um, and maybe that's what what it was maybe that's what influenced him that's what ended his career like that in that way because he was he thought he was wearing number five <laughs> he'd been wearing it for like five seasons he's what I'm number five mate that's what I do it's like oh shit no oh, no shit, I'm, I'm number seven be, for this uh, game yeah I forgot that I just penenkered it in <laughs> off the bar uh, although but I've, I've got no qualms with that because I thought that was the most poetic beautiful way to end a career can I just say on that football. can I just say he didn't he didn't actually headbutt him no he kind of he, it was just Cellini wasn't it yeah, the, no, the Italian um, no Matarazzi Itali- Matarazzi sorry yeah he he rammed his sternum <laughs> but yeah but but the head butt is it like are you talking about what which part of the body gets hit or get or, or you is, hit with? is the weapon yeah exactly yeah I guess but even then I wouldn't I wouldn't go he went he he used his neck as a kind of as leverage he just kind of like rammed into oh yeah it was more of a ram it was, and you yeah. know about that being a ram wouldn't you yeah I do that's very clever playing words there Brian <laughs> thank you <laughs> alright well uh, that was fun wasn't it it yeah. was fun this is like we should probably let the listener this is like the third time we've, we've tried to record this episode yeah yeah and, like, and this time with like hopefully excellent sound quality yeah we've done this before and it was uh, we've, that's why it's been so delayed we've spent a lot of time trying to get Friends of friends. I met someone at a house party when I was off my tits at about 5am who was a sound guy. Managed to remember to save his email and then and then I've been pestering him about sorting out <laughs> the audio. He's not replied. Um, of course he hasn't. It was 5am at a house party. Exactly. And yeah. you were in your chatty mode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was one way traffic there, I'm sure. Anyway, cool. Okay. Right. Well, thanks very much for listening. Yeah, which uh, number are we going to do next week? Was it number two? Um, yeah, let's do number two. <laughs> I think it was. Let's, fingers crossed it was number two. Yeah, yeah, it was number two. All right, cool. Uh, sweet. Speak to you later. Cheers. Uh, <laughs> bye. bye. bye.